Welcome to the Lancet Podcast. I'm Aaron Van Doren, speaking to you from the Lancet's New York office. Daily dose buphenorine is used to treat people with opioid use disorder. I spoke with Dr. Mark Greenwald, Associate Chair of Research in Psychiatry and Behavioral Neurosciences at Wayne State University in Detroit, Michigan, about buprenorphine extended release, a once-monthly injected formulation. Dr. Greenwald, can you tell us about the background of buprenorphine treatment for opioid use disorder? What are the advantages of an extended release formulation of buprenorphine? What kind of patients would benefit from the extended release doses? The background for this is that for many years, there were sublingual or what we call transmucosal buprenorphine products that are taken once a day, and that mode of treatment continues. And these transmucosal buprenorphine products can suppress opioid withdrawal and craving while patients are trying not to use. And at higher doses of buprenorphine, we see a reduction in opioid use typically. However, there are some limitations. Those include the fact that uh, daily dosing can lead to sort of ups and downs, what we call peaks and troughs in medication level. So unfortunately, there isn't consistent efficacy across the dosing day. And, you know, as is true with any chronic disease, uh, daily dosing is unfortunately a reminder of the disease itself. Uh, Furthermore, there are some risks of non-adherence. Patients may occasionally forget to take the medication with controlled substances. There's a risk of diversion, and you never want it getting into the hands of vulnerable people, for instance, um, unintentional pediatric exposure. So our innovation was to overcome these limitations. We wanted to develop a once-monthly depot injection of buprenorphine, uh, which in our paper we call buprenorphine extended release or BUPXR. We developed this based on some sophisticated experimental and modeling approaches using brain, blood, and behavioral measures. In essence, Aaron, we determined how much buprenorphine exposure was required to produce its clinical effects. And we had an expert interdisciplinary team who devised and carried out these analyses, um, and that resulted in BUPEXR being the first depot injection product to become FDA approved in November of 2017, and it's now marketed. Uh, it also recently received approval in Canada. So the advantages of BUPEXR is that it produces uh, sustained buprenorphine exposure over the entire once-per-month dosing interval. And as we uh, learned from our studies, it, it delivers buprenorphine plasma blood concentrations at levels that we established previously are needed to block the subjective, uh, what we call liking effects of illicit opioids. Uh, liking is a, an index of the abuse potential of an opioid, and we can produce an opioid blockade effect by giving adequate doses of buprenorphine. From a safety perspective, XR also mitigates the need for daily medication adherence, any risk of subtherapeutic buprenorphine concentrations over the dosing interval, and the need for any additional supplemental transmucosal buprenorphine. So we thought that, uh, you know, we wanted to uh, conduct a trial where we could potentially see the benefits in a sufficiently wide range of participants. Um, And so we chose those who were diagnosed with moderate to severe opioid use disorder. And in clinical practice, these individuals should be seeking comprehensive treatment. So in our trial, we not only provided medication, but all participants received individual group counseling uh, weekly. We enrolled individuals with uh, some other comorbid conditions uh, because we wanted to see whether our findings could be generalizable to the population as a whole of opioid use disorder patients. And we sort of expect that this should be able to serve a large proportion of individuals in the opioid use disorder treatment setting. So that was the basic outline of, of how we plan things. 
What did your study find regarding the effectiveness of buprenorphine extended release versus daily doses? And what are the advantages of having to administer the drug only once a month? And are there any disadvantages? Well, I think it's important to mention first that as, as part of the study and the way it's currently approved by the FDA, all participants first had a, a very brief run-in period where we got them started briefly on, on sublingual buprenorphine just to show that they could tolerate it. And then when that was established, the individual participants were randomized to one of three treatment groups. Our study didn't directly compare abupexar versus daily sublingual doses. That would have created some problems for conducting the trial. For instance, those receiving daily doses would have a higher behavioral burden because they would have to come for dosing more frequently, and therefore they might be more likely to drop out. There's a little bit of an apples and oranges problem there, and that could bias the outcome of the study. We carefully considered whether to do that, but we ultimately decided that we wanted to evaluate buprenorphine extended release as it would be used in actual clinic practice. So what we did was we randomized individuals to um, three groups. One group received placebo injections monthly during the six-month trial, and they received individual counseling as well. And then there were participants who were randomized to two active treatment groups, and initially those two groups received 300 milligram injections in both months one and two. And thereafter, they diverged from one another. One of the groups stayed at 300 milligrams for the next four months, while the monthly dose for the other active treatment group was reduced to 100 milligrams for the next four months. The findings were that uh, both dosing regimens of bupexar significantly increased opioid abstinence relative to the placebo group. This was true for individual patients, importantly. We set a high bar that each participant would need to achieve 80% of their week's abstinent based on urine results and self-report to classify them as having achieved treatment success. We also saw this increased opioid abstinence at the group level. There were important other outcomes beyond this primary outcome. Participants didn't increase their use of any other substances, which was reassuring. And all of this was achieved without additional sublingual buprenorphine. And then finally, uh, safety is always paramount. So uh, buprenorphine XR was safe and well-tolerated. Participants reported high medication satisfaction, and we found that employment increased. And so based on these results, we thought, okay, the advantages of once-per-month dosing are that buprenorphine XR offers predictability and stability, not only for patients, but also for the clinicians who treat them, and that this agonist therapy can increase opioid abstinence and reduce withdrawal craving, and uh, it does this by delivering adequate and consistent concentrations of the medication that we had previously established can produce those desired clinical benefits. And I, I think it's important to note that those benefits can be seen fairly quickly in many patients, which we illustrate in the paper, and that these effects are critical to help them reestablish their footing towards the longer-term goal of full recovery. And the way I sort of explain this to, to others is think, think of it this way. When a person is coming in to treatment or somebody who came into our clinical trial here, instead of making multiple decisions to use an illegal opioid each day, a patient or a participant in this trial on Bupexar now only had to make a positive or healthy decision just once a month to continue taking the medication. So that, I think that's a pretty transformational shift in behavior. Additional advantages of this important new treatment option is that if the clinician has concerns about adherence, diversion, or misuse of a buprenorphine product, then the extended release injection would ameliorate those concerns. 
if the patient is at high risk for taking intentional days off from treatment to get high, then the, the sustained release treatment would prevent that. If the patient has a tendency to unintentionally miss days of dosing, this treatment option takes care of that as well. And because it's a depot injection inside the body, it's not accessible to others, including children in the home. Also, patients who are concerned about their treatment confidentiality or theft of their medication or who dislike taking daily medications, uh, these individuals are also candidates for treatment with Bubexar. So I think there's a number of advantages in terms of you know, what are the possible disadvantages? You know, as expected, you know, the injections can produce some temporary itching or pain, but fortunately, we found that those reactions were usually mild and brief. Safety overall was, was really good. People didn't drop out because of this treatment. And so the data so far don't suggest concerns. However, uh, the sponsor of the trial, Indivior, is systematically monitoring safety and efficacy uh, through its network of contacts with treating physicians. So overall, we think that there's a, a really high benefit to risk ratio from this new treatment option. What were the difficulties in formulating the drug to last an entire month? Right. So this formulation it uses a vehicle known as, as Atrogel. And Atrogel, it's a well-established product. It's approved and marketed in many countries around the world for sustained release delivery of, of other approved medications. So in this case, buprenorphine was paired with Atrogel. Atrogel is a combination of a biodegradable polymer and a biocompatible solvent. And so buprenorphine is mixed with that. It's The whole product is, is injected subcutaneously into the abdomen as a liquid where it rapidly solidifies. And then through diffusion and biodegradation of the atrogel polymer, it steadily releases buprenorphine into the body. And so this process produces steady levels of buprenorphine that can produce the desired clinical effects, including blocking the liking effects of illegal opioids. Importantly, the depot degrades naturally into safe substances that the body can excrete. So there was really you know, knowing that, that Atrogel was, was out there and, and used in many other products, it was a natural step to, to consider using buprenorphine in combination with Atrogel. What further areas of research are needed regarding buprenorphine extended release treatment? Right, that's a great question. So we, we have a, several things in progress at the moment. We are very interested in further articulating a relationship between exposure levels of buprenorphine and, and clinical responses to sort of take our modeling approaches even further to improve the science around treatment for opioid use disorder. And this process of determining exposure response relationships is also going to be useful ultimately in developing medications for other substance use disorders. So we're excited about that. A second area where we're working on is that we found um, in our data that injection users, people who, who shoot up opioids as opposed to using them through other routes of administration, may benefit from the higher dose regimen that we used in this study. We've already presented some of these data at, at conferences this past fall, and we are planning a prospective study, which we refer to in, in the paper. Another area of uh, interest for further research, a uh, sponsor has been conducting health economic and longer-term quality of life outcome studies, and uh, the results of the first analysis are going to be published soon in another journal. And so, you know, this is all in the service of our mission, which is to help patients and the physicians who care for them and 
our sort of short-term goal was to develop buprenorphine extended release and to make it a, a major scientific advance. But uh, we think that even more importantly, it's a transformative treatment that offers a lot of hope to people who are living with opioid use disorder who are working towards their recovery. So uh, th these are the main areas that we think are most important. Dr. Greenwald, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Well, on behalf of the entire author team, uh, thanks very much for the opportunity to, to speak about our study, Aaron.